Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today. It's a good day. It's a day that the Lord has made and His Word declares we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your Father. But before the Word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Bishon Michelle titled, Turning Around for Me. God bless you. not defeated, cast down but not destroyed, there are times I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around. Praise the Lord. God is turning it around for you. Hallelujah. God always has a plan B for all our struggles and all our troubles. When one thing doesn't work, God has another in place because God is a God of continuity and a God of purpose that he would want your plan and his plan for your life together to come to pass. Amen. God will always honor his word also concerning your life. It's when things don't work out as you think or you want them to work out, beloved. God still has you in his mind and in his hands. And he will perfect that which concerns your life. Hallelujah. This morning, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement from the heart of your father. And I've titled the message, There Will Be a Turnaround in Your Life. Surely there will be a turnaround because nothing is permanent. God will restore laughter in your mouth. Amen. Today and in this season of life, maybe you may not be there yet, but you will get there. In whatever area of your life you want to get to, you will get there. Amen. It's a matter of timing, and that time is the Kairos time of God. I want to read to you from Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3, which says, When the Lord turned again, 
the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Hallelujah. I said the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. This scripture and the word here is a picture of a turnaround. When you are in captivity and suddenly your captivity is turned around and you are free and you are liberated. Amen. It's like a dream. It's like, is it really true? Is it really me? Has it really happened for me? But that is what God does. The grace of God brings things to pass, good things to pass. Hallelujah. And it's that same grace that keeps us through the hard and difficult and trying times of life in order to bring us to a place and a time of testimony, a time of praise and a time of laughter. And I speak to you this morning that God, your father, is bringing you to a time of testimony, a time of praise and a time of laughter. Hallelujah. Israel was in captivity over 430 years in Egypt. God turned around their captivity and brought them to a place of laughter. Hallelujah. And Joseph, who was the one who led them into Egypt in the first place, led them there not as slaves, but as free men. People were honored by reason of Joseph's brain and his ingenuity in bringing um, the famine in Egypt, you know, a solution. But then they ended up being slaves there. But God turned their captivity around. Joseph himself in his lifetime, even though his life carried a prophetic promise that he'll be greater than his brethren, that he'll be, he'll be greater than even his father and his mother, had to go through a process, a process of being sold by his brother, of being lied upon by Potiphar's wife, of being in prison. But finally, he became prime minister. Amen. Which was what God had appointed for his life. Amen. The enemy will try to take you through many ways. But I come to tell you this morning that God will turn your life around and bring your life into the fulfillment of the destiny that he has ordained for your life. Praise the Lord. Sarah was also barren for 25 years. She and her husband Abraham, they waited on the promise of God for the seed. 25 years wait for a child. It was hard. There were trying times. But eventually, it came to pass. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. It came to pass. Jonah was also in the belly of the whale for three days. But the time of his liberty came to pass. Praise the Lord. The woman who, in Luke chapter 13, the Swah Bible says she was bent over in the synagogue for 18 years and couldn't lift herself up. For those, all those 18 years, she was bent over, sickly. But in one day, Jesus saw her called her to him and said, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And immediately she was made straight. Praise be to the Lord. Hallelujah. If you go to the book of Mark chapter 5, you see three miracles also there. The healing or the deliverance of the demoniac of Gadara. This man was demon-possessed, would cut himself with stones, was, couldn't be tamed, couldn't be kept. He lived in the tombs. He lives in the cemetery. A wild man, self-mutilating, harming himself as well as anybody who came close. He was also de delivered. Amen. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, 12 years of an issue, of a health issue. Bible says she had spent all her money on physicians and was still not bettered. So that means she had been impoverished by the sickness. But one day, in just one day, she saw Jesus coming along and she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I know I shall be made whole. She did. 
then she was made whole. Hallelujah. The dead child of the ruler of the synagogue, the dead daughter of the ruler of the synagogue, also was raised to life by Jesus. Beloved, we are talking about hardships. I'm talking about bondages. I'm talking about trials. I'm talking about temptations. I'm talking about hard times, difficult situations that people have gone through in the Bible and even now we are going through. And everybody has their difficulty. Everybody has their buts. Everybody has their personal challenges. But we have one thing in common, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ, who is a bondage breaker. In the sense that no matter the bondage, no matter the hardship, no matter the trials that we face, Jesus is the bondage breaker of everything. Everything, beloved, everything that ills you, everything that irks you, anything that is a trouble to you today, Jesus has the power over it. Hallelujah. And that is what we should rejoice in. The fact that all is not lost because there is help available. You know, if you have a trouble and there's no, no help available, no way out at all, then it's a problem. But when you have a challenge and there is a way out and you are being offered the way out and you are being told the way out, beloved, it, it, it's wonderful. And I'm telling you this morning that no matter the challenge you're going through, Jesus is the way out and he will bring you out. That is the will of the Father for you, that you be delivered, you be helped. Amen. Bible says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed, he actually empowered Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And Bible who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. So the plan of God and the purpose of God is that you be delivered from every oppression of the devil, be delivered from any trouble. And he particularly anointed Jesus, empowered him to come and do such. Hallelujah. This is wonderful news. That means that God wants you helped. And if God wants you helped, you will be helped. You will find help. God will give you help. Amen. Jesus was giving the enabling power to come and bring help to us, to break yokes, to heal the sick, to deliver the oppressed, to set the captives free, to provide for us. Amen. Jesus came doing the will of God, which is to turn our captivity around. That is it, to turn our captivity around. So whatever bondage you find yourself in, whatever captivity, whatever struggles you are going through, it doesn't matter what it is. Jesus has the power over it, and you will be helped. In Jesus' name, I prophesy to you this morning, you will be helped. God will help you. He will deliver you, and he will help you. Praise the name of the Lord. Beloved, God is working things out even in the now. He's turning your captivity around. He's restoring joy to you. He's restoring peace to you. He is restoring laughter to you. Amen. And what God will do for you and through your life, beloved, will be so amazing. Some will see it and be ashamed. Others will also rejoice with you. That's what the psalm says. He says that those, the heathen, looked at us and said, hey, their God has done well for them. They were shocked. They were surprised. Then we also say, yes, our God has done great things for us, wherein we are glad. Those who hate you will see it and be ashamed. And those who love you will also rejoice with you. But altogether, there will be a turnaround for your life. Sarah, after all those 25 years of being barren, you can imagine the mockery. You can imagine the, the way people would, you know, snitch, you know, and, and talk about her. 25 years of going through that same challenge. But finally, 
Finally, in the set time of God, she did bring forth a child and she called him Isaac, meaning laughter, because she said that Lord has made her to laugh. Finally, she said she was laughing. Her weeping was turned to joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. This morning, your weeping will turn to joy as you receive this word of God. Beloved, you have to understand this, that there's no condition that is permanent. Nothing is permanent. Everything in life is subject to change except the power of God and his word. Amen. And no matter the waiting time, it doesn't matter the waiting time that you have. Because I've told you about all the waiting times of these people. 25 years, 18 years, 12 years, all these waiting times that people went through. The appointed time, which is the Kairos time, will come. Amen. There's an appointed time for everything under the sun. That's what the preacher says. So the appointed time, the Kairos time will come. In spite of the length of time or whatever it is, the Kairos moment will come. The set time by God, which is settled. And beloved, nothing can change the Kairos time or stop it, stop it except God himself. Hallelujah. But God, God, James says, is faithful. God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his people and God is faithful to his covenant with us. Hallelujah. And there's no viableness or change with him. God doesn't change. No changing shadows. God doesn't change his mind. He won't change on you. He won't promise you and fail you. He won't change his mind. So yesterday I wanted to do this, but today, no. That is not God. That is the nature of men, not the nature of God. The nature of God is stability, consistency, faithfulness. That if he says he loves you, he loves you forever. In spite of your weakness, in spite of your all that you do, he still loves you. He still remains faithful. Bible says even when we are unfaithful, he still abides faithful. That is God. That's the nature of God. Amen. And so God is faithful. He won't turn on you. Amen. So whatever he has said concerning the Kairos time of your life, the set times, the appointed times and seasons of your life, he will be faithful to it. In his time, Bible says he makes all things beautiful. And so, beloved, thank God every day for your life and rejoice by faith in his word that there's a turnaround for you which will come to pass at the set time. There's a turnaround for that child of yours, for those children. There's a turnaround in your marriage. There's a turnaround in your work situation. So your future is coming through in the power and strength of God's goodness. Glory, hallelujah. I love that. I say it again, your future is coming through in the power and the strength of the goodness of God. So your future is coming to you laden with the goodness of God. He will put laughter in your mouth. And so beloved, rejoice and be glad in today. Hallelujah. And be glad in your tomorrows, which you haven't yet seen, but which will definitely come by the grace of God. Rejoice in your tomorrow. Let your expectation be Still, no, don't change your mind. Don't change your heart. Bible says the expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. Stick fast to your expectation. Whatever you have believed God for, hold on to it. He will come through for you. He that shall come will come. May the Lord bless you, beloved. And may he turn things around in your favor. And in the turn around, may he cause you to rejoice and be glad in his goodness. God bless you this phase of the week. And I pray that the rest of the week will come laden with God's goodness upon you and your family. May God bless you. May God strengthen you. And may God help you in every area of your life. May God bless you in your going out 
and in your coming in. And may the Kairos times of your life come quickly according to his time and his season. And may God give you the strength to persevere and the strength to wait for that timing because it will not fail. God bless you. Amen. Now this morning, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the time. Jesus, I said to you, is the only help we have in life. He is the source of all our being and our help comes from him. But if you have not received as your Lord and your Savior, then you are missing out. You are really missing out. Life is being offered to you. Take it. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, today, I confess I'm a sinner, but I repent of all my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. Beloved, if you just pray that prayer after me, you are saved. Amen. And the goodness of the Lord overshadows your life. Have a blessed day and a blessed week. But remember to share this good word with as many people as you can today because somebody is waiting at the end of your obedience. God bless you. Encourage somebody with this word. Have a blessed day. Some of my friends they let me down, but I still believe it's turning around for me, around for me, around for me.